Hi there, and welcome back to Faith for Finances. And I'm Sam Piercy, I am your host, and today I am joined by Brent Henderson. Brent Henderson is a friend of ours, uh, and he is a pastor of a local church. And Brent and I are going to talk about why people don't like to talk about money in church. And specifically, we are going to look at the whole concept of resistance and whether that's in church or not, we're going to talk about the resistance that people have talking about God and money. We are going to look at the whole role of relationship and then we're going to look at the the role of the church potentially in the financial lives of people. So let me start off by introducing you to Brent. Brent and I, uh, we are friends. With, we are. Yes, we are. Brent and uh, his wife, and <laughs> Joe and I are, are friends. Brent is a pastor of a local church um, in the town of, what's Vernon now, about 40,000 people yeah, or something Yeah, close like to 40,000 people now, yeah. Yeah, so, so tell our audience just a little bit about your background, because you're a Oh, sure, I'd love yeah. to. Thank you, Sam. Well, I've been uh, pastoring in Vernon now for about, uh, well, 10 and a half years now. And uh, it's been wonderful, and it's been a great blessing. And uh, when Sam asked me about, you know, coming and talking about finances in the church, uh, and it's such a vital role and it's such a, a, a great need in the church for increased finances. And uh, so I'm really happy and excited to to talk about with this talk about this with you, Sam, today. Well, and I'm super happy to have Brent here um, for a couple of reasons. Um, because Brent has not had the longevity as, as some of the money mining ambassadors have. So Brent is going to bring a fresh, real perspective of not just the people, but also the church leadership. And mm -hmm. so let's uh, start off here. Sure. Um, some of the things that we thought might be relevant is, I mean, first of all, what do you think are the reasons that people don't like to talk about money? Well, and specifically in church. <laughs> specifically in yeah, church. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not sure if people don't want to talk about money, but they may not want to go deeper into some financial mm. principles uh, that I think would help them. I know would help them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it, do you have any sense of why that might be? Well, I mean, one of the biggest factors, I think, in, in the human condition is fear. Uh, <laughs> fear. Uh, everything fear you know can manifest itself in so many ways mm -hmm. and finances yeah. are one of those things sure I mean well it's probably one of the key things I mean right from yeah. Genesis to Revelation yeah. we see that there are financial issues and idolatry and so and, mm -hmm. and that obviously brings up the whole concept of of shame guilt judgment mm -hmm. condemnation and all of that with a root of yeah. of intimidation and responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Well, and resistance, you know, and fear, um, and, and thinking, uh, and not having a right perspective of really who God is sure. and his yeah. heart for us mm -hmm. and to bless us. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the fear of accountability, perhaps, uh, that God is, you know, um, uh, lording over us and, and, and uh, you know, he's angry with us and he's not happy with us. And yet his whole heart is really just a totally pour out his blessings. Yes, yeah, well, and then, yet we have been, I mean, 
the money minding method mm -hmm. of unlocking that entrepreneurial creative mm -hmm. yeah. spirit to help tap into uh, financial resources exactly. and and increase to to pursue the things that God put in our hearts mm -hmm. and to pursue uh, to, to actually fund and to share the goodness of God mm -hmm. that is what we're talking about but we've not been taught that no no so I think you hit the nail on the head there with the um, the accountability yes. for one and the but at the root is the fear of being judged yes yeah, yeah. the fear of the false assumption that I'm going to be judged sure. You know, I mean, we, we are, um, you know, to be accountable to what we have. Yes. And we need to be wise in that. But, uh, you know, you touched on something there that uh, really hits home for me is the dream. Yeah. What inspires people, mm -hmm. you know, and to pursue those dreams. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that is really what we're doing with Faith for Finances is mm. helping people to increase the size of their dream. Mm, good. And yet that right there is opens up fear right I heard it described a long time ago uh, by a cancer survivor as the yawning chasm oh, interesting. between where you are and then where you might where you think God is leading you right 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 and then not knowing how to get there right and is the human condition, as you said, we want to know how to get there. Yes, we want to know the end from the beginning, don't we? But we're not taught that. No. We are taught how to manage money. Yes. We're taught how to manage what we can see. Mm -hmm. And so I talk about this a lot in Money Minding. There's a huge difference between spend less than you earn, mm -hmm. which means you're managing money. You're exactly. looking at what you can see or what you think you can That's see. Right. You mentioned something about the perception of the mm. perceived risk or perceived judgment or perceived but so we're taught how to manage money mm -hmm. which really is teaching us how to manage this small g god of mammon mm. and the other way of looking at it which is ever so subtle is earn more than you spend right and earn more than you spend they both require systems but one of them puts the emphasis on god the other one puts the emphasis on the money. Right. And right. so if we want to get right back to this, so the resistance. Mm. And what do, you, what do you think of that? Well, if, you know, I mean, just the unknown for, you know, we talked about fear. And we can, we can kind of dig into this a little, a little farther if you want. Of course we can, yeah. But fear of the unknown, I mean, it, it's the human condition. Um, you know, what's, what's going to happen tomorrow? Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's really prevalent right now. What's going to happen tomorrow? How am I going to pay my bills? And the, and the tendency uh, of, of humans really is to, is to be concerned with lack. Yes. And, and not having enough. And it's, it, it hinders us. Of course it does. You know, yeah. that, that mindset, it keeps us in that place uh, really of bondage where God wants us to be free and to dream and to think of possibilities. And once our minds and hearts are opened up to possibilities... And once they get aligned with God's, you know, directs, directives and purposes, I mean, really, it's unlimited. The sky's, it is. the sky's the limit. Of course it the is. The lid gets taken off and, you know, it's, it's amazing things can happen once we get to that place. Sure. Well, and then, uh, so we talked about the, do you think uh, church members or the general public would be receptive to hearing a financial message from the pulpit or from the church? Mm -hmm. um, 
if it was going to inspire them some hope and to to help in this regard and as we're we're sharing yeah. oh, i'm thinking about how some people just get so resistant to that um which is of course that fear but can you comment on that do you think people are well sure are open? i think they are open one of the key factors that I think is really important to, to um, understand is relationship. So really, this is talking about relationship sure, yeah. and relationship with the, with the messenger. Yeah. First off, the relationship with God, our, you know, yeah, our yeah, ultimate, the yeah. messenger of hope and, yep, sure. and of everything. But the person who's, who's leading the congregation or group or whatever it is, there has to be a, a really strong relationship built with that person right. and trust. And uh, to know that um, the heart of the person who is is releasing uh, the the blessing or the teaching, they have to know the heart of the person to know yeah. that this person has their best interest in mind. And if that's there, I think that's one of the one of the key ingredients is the trust aspect. Trust with so, with the person releasing the. You sure. Know. So trusting God and trusting the the messenger. The messenger. The yeah. messenger. Now, do you think that some of that maybe has? Um, been tainted a little bit because we only get a one-sided message about finances. Yeah, I think that the message has been has been tainted uh, tainted quite a bit, and um, when that's happened, when we see abuses and things like that, we don't want to focus on the negative, of course, but it's happened, and and it affects people, and it and it hinders people, and it and it and it, and it keeps them from actually pursuing. Yeah. Out of that fear. Sure. Right? You mentioned the word manipulated, mm. but, and. Um, there are definitely times when we've been somewhere and sure. we've heard a message and it doesn't even have to be in the church. I mean, it can be anywhere. A salesperson wants you to buy their, yeah. their whatever it is. And so they are intentionally or unintentionally even, but their, their frame of reference and their motivation is to get you to act in a certain way. Yes, and yeah. so if all you're teaching from the pulpit is that God wants you to give, which he, he does say give, and it will be given unto you. We, mm -hmm. we get that part. Mm -hmm. But you can't give what you don't have. Right. And what has he given us first? Mm -hmm. right? exactly. he, he gave us himself. Mm -hmm. And then in that, he also gave us his spirit. And his spirit, what does his spirit do? His spirit creates. His spirit oh, guides. Exactly. His spirit leads. That's that entrepreneurial spirit to take something that is not and brings it forth mm -hmm. by the power of God working in us and mm -hmm. in the community together mm -hmm. to produce wealth. What is wealth? Wealth is the ability to fulfill what God has put on our heart to fulfill Absolutely. in order to bless others and give all, him all the glory and to reproduce and to continue to multiply and to fill the earth exactly. with his glory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it sounds pretty simple, mm -hmm. and yet that's not what we've been taught. That's not what, how we've been taught to think. No, right? I think a lot of times uh, finances and giving is kind of circled around uh, obligation. Yeah, good point. Really and good when, point. you know, we don't love out of, out of obligation. You know, God so loved that he gave. Yeah. You know, it's about love. And it's about giving, and it's being, about being joyous in the giving. Sure. Yeah. You know, because whenever we feel uh, obligated about anything, yeah. wow, doesn't that just keep us bound? Yes, it well, of course it us. does. So that's why the whole concept of, I call it purpose-driven income. Mm. So let's um, identify something that really speaks to your heart or my heart or your heart, something that is near and dear to your heart, 
and then okay how do we uh, take what God's given us and to um, plant some sort of a field so that it will produce a harvest that will in order to overflow so that we can fulfill that purpose if it happens to be widows and orphans or just uh, sharing the gospel mm -hmm. then how do we start from there and then what's it going to cost mm -hmm. to get there maybe it's making sure that the wife stays home and the husband can go off to work you mm -hmm. know so that there's somebody to be with the kids mm -hmm. or maybe to homeschool the kids or own own home whatever it happens right. to be right. what is the purpose and what is the cost and then how mm -hmm. is how is that going to happen so well maybe you're uh, i'm just thinking maybe perhaps you're talking about passion mm -hmm. you know yeah. what inspires us you know what gets us out of bed in the morning what what motivates us to keep going yeah, yeah. you know um, when we think about our life and think about direction and and purpose and and what would make us totally happy what would yeah. be a, a huge blessing and with that incorporated in that is is there should be uh, the desire to bless others yes because that really is the ultimate fulfillment is is affecting and, and impacting community sure and so when that's tied into our passions and and we have the heart of god and we're and we're moving in that direction then i think we have to go okay so um i want to get there mm -hmm. wherever that is yeah whatever inspires me yeah and now the question is how am i going to get there how am i going to get there which is that earn more than you spend right you still need the systems but you've got to be able to connect into that and you don't want to reduce the size of your dreams and your goals into what you can see. Mm -hmm. We want to actually increase that. And how do we do that? Well, it starts, we talked about relationship and the, the trust factor. So yes. do we trust that God's given us a desire? And then do we have trusted relationships around us? Do you want to uh, talk a little bit about the role of the church? Do you think that um, uh, people in general view the church as an institution that's just after their money? Uh, that if they go to church, or maybe if it's not general people, maybe it's the church goers, because yeah. I do know some people yeah. that don't go to church on a Sunday because they go, oh, then I don't have to give that Sunday. Mm. Um, do, do I think that's pretty prevalent, to that? be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, and, and I would love to, and I, and I am, you know, applying uh, change. In, in my community where I, you know, where I have influence over. Yeah. But I, I really think there is, unfortunately, a real um, uh, a fear or that is the heart of people. Because one of the things that people look at is in media. You know, we sometimes yeah. there's different shows that come on and they say this ministry, this, this ministry, that, and all the money that they've had. And then it just sort of leads people down to this path of, well, you know, every church, every ministry, that's mm -hmm. all they want is money. Money, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, and, and so that, you know, it, I think that is there. It's, it's prevalent in the community. But I sure would love to see that change. Well, oh, for sure. I mean, it, there's if people are struggling, then that's going to overflow everywhere. Sure and as will. soon as you, it, there's actually a well-documented process of poverty. You, you limit uh, the ability of people to go out and pursue desires god-given desires and then they start to to uh, get complacent but there's still a desire there so then they seek the fulfillment in other ways right and um you know ultimately you end up with uh, moral decay you end up with drugs and alcoholism sure. and all kinds of things like that and of course mm -hmm. jesus is the answer to that but if finances keep people from coming to church in the first place to actually hear the gospel message then that's it's not working
No. So, no, you're right. Yeah. So do you think people would be open to hearing the gospel message if churches were able to provide practical help in the financial area? Oh, for sure. I think that's one of the main roles, my role, is to bring practical help and solutions for people. Mm-hmm. And one of those solutions is finances. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's certainly my heart and goal is to bring, you know, those practical solutions for, for the community. Sure, to show people how they can increase, though. Exactly. Because it, it, if, if all we hear is, you know, give to this, give to that, give to this, give to that, uh, mm-hmm. then it does start to weigh on your heart and you do start to feel guilty. Yes. And oh, because yeah. you, then you start looking around, it actually forces you to look inwards, which then feeds even more guilt. Mm-hmm and more condemnation and then maybe more shame mm-hmm. and then it also will in some cases cause people that have money to shy away because they are afraid that somebody's just going to be after their money right, right right so in terms of showing people that god gives us that unlimited ability to create certainly he gives us the power to produce wealth mm-hmm. why to confirm the covenant that he made with our ancestors and he confirmed by the shed blood, confirmed with the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So produce wealth. It doesn't get any any, uh, less, uh, you know, it's simple. It's simple, wealth. So what is wealth? Well, it might, for somebody, it might be a dollar a day. It might be a hundred bucks a month. It Mm -hmm. might be a hundred million. You know, we don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. That's between the person and God and that's a process to get there, right? Mm So, um, do you have any thoughts, any, any further thoughts on, on this, this whole subject that um, might help us in spread the gospel or increase well, the gospel? Well, like everything, I think hope. We have to instill hope in people and revelation and understanding. Um, when people have hope and revelation and understanding, uh, it's fuel to the fire, you know, yeah. that, that will produce the fruit. Um, the the wealth, as you say, which is really really key to understand what that as what that is. Yeah. You know, and it's not just a big pile of money, but it's every aspect of our life thriving in every aspect of our lives. Of course. And it of is, course, yeah. finance is is the key to one of the keys to that. Sure. So, and then that's what money minding is all about. This faith for finances, mm-hmm. but it, there's a process of getting there, there. and. Um, one of our ambassadors has described it as the bridge between $10 and $10 million. Mm. How you do anything is how you do everything, and the small things repeated consistently produce the biggest results in the shortest amount right. of time. So if right now we, we're clear that there's resistance, we know that one of the things is people are afraid of being held accountable right. to God and to others. We know that they're afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. We know that it, relationship plays a big part of Absolutely that. Absolutely does. Um, do we think that the church has a role in people's finances? Not currently, <laughs> but it, I believe it's changing. Yeah. I, I really think there's a tide that's shifted and, and uh, teachers of the word are uh, looking deeper into the finances and, and getting past um, where uh, it's like, you know, uh, t- to have a yacht proves that God's with you. That whole mindset. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't work the, at all. So yeah. th- that shifted. Yeah. And, and, you know, so what is wealth? Wealth yeah. now is, is so much more. It's the abundance right. of life. Right. Well, then the other thing that this uh, program is all about and money, the money mining method is, right. is God says this. God's way is abundant and blessing and overflow and multiplication. And it happens in relationship. That is not what we're taught in the world. 
Mm. We are taught how to go to work, how to save right. money, how to grow a big pot of gold, and how to consume it. Exactly. Whether that's saving for this long-term thing called retirement when we are now not as productive in the workforce, or whether or not that is uh, saving money for a holiday mm -hmm. or for a purchase. We're taught how to f take our wealth, our ideas, our uh, provision, and give it away. And so we can teach biblical principles, but the Bible is really not all about principles. No. It's about relationship. Exactly. And God's desire to pour out blessing, and blessing happens in relationship. Exactly. So we want to show people that there's a process. So where do we start is, is the, the piece. And yes. you know, I guess that's why we're here, is so that we can start to dispel mm. some of the myths, and we can start to, to bring hope that there, it's okay to talk about yeah, it. Yes, it's yeah. okay to say, I don't yeah. know. It's okay to actually go to the pastor or, or you know have the pastor say okay you know what we need to sort this out we need to pray about it we need right. to come up with some questions mm -hmm. let's come up with the questions we don't have to have That's the answers good. let's start with the questions certainly so um so we want to start at faithforfinances.com that's just a tip of yes. the iceberg because the the money mining process is four components of 12 steps and so that we can avoid chasing after money. Mm. Jesus was really clear that we cannot serve both God and money. And yet, I don't know if you know off the top of your head how many of his parables were about finances. Not off the top of my head, but, <laughs> but I do know that, that somebody has, has um, inventoried right. specific scriptures on finance. And there's 2,350. That's more than prayer more than faith yes. more than anything other than the kingdom of god exactly it's an important subject and yeah. we also know that the enemy is going to use that against god's people yes and not just god's people actually against all people right mm -hmm. so we start yes. with a little tiny bit we start by having these kinds of conversations and inviting people into the conversation it's like hey you know what jesus actually cares about your money yes. and the church really cares about your money and we're not just going to invite you in and, and say, here, give, 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 and then God's going to pour out blessings. I mean, there's more to it. There is, yeah. Right, so anything else you want to share? Well, I'm, I'm currently, personally, in my life and, and my wife, my wife and our marriage and, our, and my church, yeah. we've got supernatural goals and yeah. desires uh, to, to impact and to build and... I know that uh, you know there there aren't enough bottle drives or yard sales. Yeah, good point. Uh, to collect up to meet the things, uh, the, the supernatural needs that yeah. we have for our community. Yeah. So this is really key, and I thank you for for allowing me to to sit here with you and to. Yeah, the supernatural expecting supernatural provision. Exactly. Also, doesn't mean that we just sit there and say, "Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God." It means that we start by we serve a big God. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh God, that's a big goal. <laughs> yeah. So how are we going to get there? Yes, ask yeah. the question. And then start sharing that with right. other people. You've probably had this experience like, like oh, we yes. have, and you share something big and somebody goes, oh yeah, whatever. Like, you know, what makes you think that you're so special? You know, right. You had right. that? Oh, for sure. Then there you go. There's another mindset that has to get, get uh, deconstructed and reconstructed. You know, mm -hmm. possibilities, uh, mindset, bigger mindset, out of the box, 
get out of the boat. I mean, we could keep going on with the, with the metaphors. Sure. You know, sure. expanding our, our possibility of thinking. Yeah. And what's available. Yeah. Well, and now imagine if people started coming to the church as their first point of, of contact when they have a financial issue. Wow. Imagine how that would impact oh, the yeah. gospel and what we could do to overflow exactly. and to, to bless others. We want to bring people in. We want to make the church relevant in this area, not keep it apart. Right. That's a good yeah. word, relevant, relevancy. Another R word. Yes, we've done a few R's here, haven't we? Yeah, we could call this the R episode. <laughs> so responsibility, um, resistance, breaking through that resistance. Why yeah, do yeah. people not want to talk about it? Because they're afraid, because it brings them face-to-face with their own abilities. Striving exactly. is another thing we Certainly. We, talk, we, uh, we didn't talk about. Accountability, that everything happens in relationship, first with God, then with each other. Right. And, and you know, there's whole courses that teach on the relationship with money. It's not really a relationship with money that we want. It's just a tool, just yeah. like this pen, right? Yes, exactly. Right? It's a relationship first with, with God, then with each other, because through the relationship, that's where God brings provision. Yeah, exactly. And that supernatural yeah. outpouring. Yeah, everything from God's kingdom is built on relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, let's talk a little bit. Have you... Um, had conversations with other leaders about finances as part of our notes now. Well, um, I know one thing. Last... I mean, every leader is in need of more finances mm -hmm. for their ministry. And yeah. so everyone is in the same place, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, yeah, now have I talked extensively about that? Probably not to the depth that is needed. So we'll have to have another show where we'll bring in a few leaders and maybe we'll, we'll, oh, we'll that's do a, it. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Um, the I, round table. Yes, I think that's a fantastic idea. We, um, a, uh, one of our money mining ambassadors, he phoned me the other day and he was sharing how there was a group of them that were each talking about their goals and they had big goals. And the, so they were started off brainstorming for each other. And all of a sudden they realized that if they pooled their resources together, that they multiplied the impact and each of them was able to accomplish mm. their objective. Oh. That way it was very, very, very different. Okay. And okay. so that's the kind of thing we'll, we need to do as a round table. If we try to solve it on our own, right. Right, if you lean not on your own understanding, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of scriptures like that. The whole concept right, of right. Um, in a multitude of counsel, counselors, there is great wisdom. Is. That doesn't mean a multitude of opinions. Right. right? right. <laughs> in, in a multitude of counsel. So when do you start to put that together? So that's mm. the 12-step process mm -hmm. of how do you do that and then how do you apply this decision-making right. piece so that we can start small and identify the opportunities that are right there. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure if we talked about your supernatural goals and this, our supernatural goals and we got a few of the leaders together and we all talked about our supernatural goals, instead of trying to do it ourselves. Yes. I bet you we would all accomplish that because we bring God right into the middle of it. Yeah, there's a tendency to isolate. Yes, which, you know, where, what yeah. voice are we listening to then? Sure. Kind of going back to right. that fear. Right. Somebody's going to steal my idea mm -hmm. or, or somebody might judge me. Right, right. Potentially. So. Well, I think whenever you bring people to a table, there's, everyone has uh, some wealth to bring. Of course. Some wisdom, some insight that is going to impact the rest of the group. Of course, right? Yeah. That's how God yeah. made us to be part of one 
part of, we are all the body and we all fit together. Certainly. So we've been sharing with uh, Pastor Brent Henderson. He pastors Bella Vista Church in Vernon, British Columbia. And uh, we encourage you to just take a step, faithforfinances.com. You don't know. Bring God in, see what kind of ideas he reveals because um, money's not done in isolation. All right, thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you, Sam. It's yeah. been a real pleasure to be here. I'm so glad you were here. Thank you. Okay, God bless.